Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here. To keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. We're back. That's right. We are back, and it is the Dryline Farmer Podcast, and I'm your host, Brent Carlson. As always, we've got Landon Nolan. How's it going, man? Hey, what's going on, Brent? Man, just getting that getting that corn in the ground. Actually, we finally got the corn in the ground, and we're working the cotton. Tell me, what's going on at your farm? Oh, I just got done pre-watering. We're going we're gonna to plant here in a few days. I see you were telling me earlier... In, in the pre-interview, uh, just kidding. The uh, you had a few hoses come off that sprinkler. Yep. Yeah, I was losing one a night there for a couple nights. That's always something you like to dream about at night. Yeah. But yeah, so we're hard and heavy here. That's why we weren't here last week um, for the Dryland Farmer podcast. We were right in the middle of that corn planting. We got oh, it took us about like what ten days, and uh, we kind of got it, put it in the ground. We've already got some merchants coming up, so working good on there. Now we got the. Cotton going into the ground, we started just uh, yesterday, and uh, we've already got two, three circles in the ground there, so we're going to have it up and going, and uh, before you know it, we're going to be feeding the world and clothing those homeless people. So, we've got a really exciting far, uh, podcast this week. This, we've got two new segments to bring you, and uh, we're going to go ahead and tease it right now. Two segments, and if you're on Twitter, of course, this is a pretty Twitter-heavy podcast, but... But nonetheless, uh, especially this episode, so our two new segments today are pretty Twitter heavy. Uh, we're going to bring you a couple new segments. Our first segment, now it may not, it may be recurring, it may not, but we know this second segment could be a mainstay and possibly a contender for an all-time great segment to the podcasting industry. First, we go after a Twitter farmer and his very, very, very peculiar need to keep his tractor cab cleaner than a pre-surgical, transgendered, Dude's jewelry chest. But we'll delve into the operating room that Derek Vioristek calls his tractor cab in a new segment we call How Clean Is Your Tractor? It's some scary stuff, so you might want to turn on Bubble Guppies or Paw Patrol for the little ones on this one. And uh, our second segment of this week, our, our mainstay, we just know this, this has got legs and it's going to run. But we follow up Derek's story with a thread from the New York City Twitter universe originating from a largely followed but scarcely respected Wall Street type who dropped a runny deuce of wisdom that Ag Twitter jumped all over, and rightly so. Now, I won't dignify this douche by naming him, but just Google, farmers have never, ever bought farms. They only inherit them. Because that's what this dumbass denizen of the financial district had to say about America's farmers. So, we will cover him in a new segment, and this guy ought to be proud if he ever comes across this podcast. But we'll cover him in a new segment we call Red Flag Warning. That's right, and if you're in the Texas Panhandle or anywhere in the Great Plains, you know what a red flag warning is, because we've been living it for the last seven months. Don't even get me started on the rain or lack of rain, because I I was obsessed, and now I'm seeking help. So I'm over it, and it's just going to rain wherever the hell. 
Lana's over there giggling, but it is a mental problem. I'm getting PTSD from from nothing happening. <laughs> sure, you missed out on that four tenths we got the other night. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But but yeah, so stay tuned. You won't want to miss those set, those two segments in our in our in our flagship segment of the Dryline Farmer Podcast, following our sponsor and our radar Ricardo that you always love and adore. But before we go any further, we want to get a little name dropping in here because they've dra- dropped our name a little bit, and we don't have much of a name to drop, but. I got the opportunity and are currently in the middle of the opportunity of hosting Ag of the World, their Twitter site. That's at Ag of the World. It's a, you know, it's been fun so far. Now, you know, now I know what it's like to have more than a few followers. The question is, Landon, is can I handle the fame? I mean, do you think this is just going to go to my head? I think you can handle it. I kind of want to let somebody host my Twitter page for a few days so I don't have to mess with it. Yeah, it's just such a burden on your poor little soul there, (laughs) Landon. But yeah, so I have to give a shout out to Cheyenne, or you might know her as J- at JLazySAngus. You really got to say that. Let's say that carefully. At JLazySAngus. She's a great gal, and um, really just uh, really being gracious about allowing me to host the Twitter site for the week. And I really have to commend her on her bravery, because I know she's seen a lot of my tweets, and yet, you know, here I am. So... Before we get any further, we wanted to sure to get her in the get her in the whole mix of things. But so, Landon, back here in the Texas Panhandle, we're, you're looking at the forecast, and I know Radar Ricardo will probably get into this. And um, I, I haven't heard the uh, his spot yet, but he he kind of gave me a preview and said it's going to be kind of scary. And um, it's a, all I can say, Landon, is it's a good thing he's Catholic because it took a priest to get him out of this this uh, weather report this week. But, Landon, let's just go ahead and pull up that weather forecast for the week. And uh, what what does it say? Okay, so this is the KVII Channel 7, you know, station that uh, we listen to. But, yeah, so the, the forecast. Today's Tuesday. It's 93, 93 Wednesday, 97 Thursday, 99 Friday, 96 Saturday, and it finally cools down to 89 degrees. I mean, yeah, I guess it's great, you know, for our cotton to get up, you know, get up and out of the ground. But, I mean, for real, it's... This is not going to be a precursor of things to come, Landon. I mean, it just can't be. Yeah, it looks like you're going to start getting some of those heat units for that cotton early on, Brent. Heat units. That I'm going to make a heat unit Twitter page. <laughs> yeah. And all I mean, all I'm ever going to post is middle fingers. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> much all it does. But so yeah, we've got small chances of rain. But once again, I'm I'm stepping all over Ricardo's uh, on his segment. But so yeah, 100 degrees in the forecast. It's possible. Pretty yeah. Pretty much what that says is welcome back 2011. Don't eat. Oh yeah. Don't even say that, Landon. That is such a curse. 2011, what were we like? We were like, what, 75 days over, straight over 100 degrees? Unreal. Nonetheless, I mean, and so, yeah, today we just had a storm pop up there west, or actually east, uh, of the dry line. And actually, we didn't really have a dry line. We just have a big, it's just like a permanent dome of despair sitting right over the top of Desmith County. But, so, um... I think this guy's still trying to learn Twitter, and he knows one of my, actually my friend, a seed salesman, but Granger Fishbacher, he's, he's got a pic, or video, a little video of his, what is that, a, is that a 9,400 deer landing? I don't know, I don't speak green. <laughs> anyway, if, so he's like, anyway, he, he says, call me the real dryline farmer. Dude, when you're, when, and he capitalized it, so I know what he's talking about me, the dryline farmer that is. Hey, I'm like, ain't you gonna at me? Because I mean, that's my that's my name. He's like, oh, I think you'd figure it out. But you can follow you can follow this name stealing guy at Granger Twenty. He's got all those <laughs> Granger commercials. He Do went, this man. Yeah. So anyway, Granger Fishbacher, you just got called out. And while I'm on the topic of commercials, I wouldn't really plan on talking about this, but I know if anybody's planting, and a lot of you guys, I know I do, listen to talk radio. 
And, you know, I listen to the sports guy in the morning. He's a big guy, you, or, you know, real big sports guy. You know, I won't say his name, but they have these Zipa commercials. I know y'all have heard about the anti-snoring device. I mean, and he always plays to that annoying. He's like, yeah, I know I got an annoying voice. And they will, I want to tear my ears off my head. No, dude, we want to stick your head up your ass because your commercials are so freaking annoying. How do you expect to move any product when you sound like a, you, you sound like Sloth from the Goonies? Hey, you guys! Or a Wookiee that, a Wookie from Brooklyn. <laughs> I love Star Wars, but anyway, please, somebody shut that guy down. I mean, go communistic and go 1984 on this guy and, and, Take away his free speech because I'm going to, I know I've got auto steer, but I'm going to turn that tractor straight into a three phase line pole and just end it all because, and I don't care if I, I might snore, I might not snore. I'll go sleep on the couch before I buy anything from this mongoloid. Anyway, completely, completely off the subject. So yeah, you're going to love our new segments this week. Red flag warning and how clean is your tractor? Uh, we, we talked, I talked about it before Landon got here back one of our first episodes. We talked about Andy clean and he's real famous. Andy pastor, I think is his name. And he's a real, real clean freak. He ain't got nothing on this guy. This guy is uh, what did I say? His name was Derek Virostek. Yeah. He's obviously Canadian, maybe with Russian descent. I don't know. We're still deciding. We're at Ancestry.com in this guy. We sent Landon up there two weeks ago to sneak into his house and get a swab from his upper thigh to uh, send it off for DNA testing. But nonetheless, you're gonna have we're going to have those two things come up. But first, we're going to have Radar Ricardo. He's going to be here to give us this, I don't know, I don't know what to expect from this forecast. He just said be ready. So Radar Ricardo is coming up. And our sponsor this week... Um, I don't know how to say this. Actually, we were going to have a travel agency, but they backed out. And um, I don't know. Just it's Tupperware and S and M. That's all I can say. So, and I know Radar Ricardo is going to love doing that spot, but you know, once again, it's in the contract. So, or as he would say, in the pincha contract. So, further ado, let's get to it. Sponsor Radar Ricardo, and then our favorite segments coming up. Hi, y'all. Listen to me for a second, girls. Just picture yourself. It's Sunday afternoon. You got out of church. You got the pot roast off the table, cleaned up, and put everything away. Now what do you got left for the afternoon? Are you going to rest? You can't sleep around with all them damn heathens you call boys running around the house. You need a weekend Sunday afternoon getaway. Well, look no further than Weekend Vacations by Mary Kay. That's right. Mary Kay's Tupperware parties like no other. Now, we're going to warn you, this ain't like your old grandmommy's Tupperware parties. You know, that grandmommy that ran off with the businessman who had the long suit and the big Johnson? That's right. (laughs) Because at these Tupperware parties, you might want to leave that grandmommy at home. Because this is our Tupperware S&M parties. That's right. Tupperware S&M. It's a combination you just don't see very often. Well, look no further because at Tupperware S&M, you bring your favorite Tupperware dishes and your favorite leather goods that you use every weekend on that sorry old husband that you got. That's right. Why do we have the Tupperware? So you can bring your husband's dignity with you and keep it sealed up in a bowl for three to four hours while we talk trash about him. And not only that, we have special deals for your Tupperware and good leather products that you can trade in on a discount. That's right, Tupperware S&M, you can get dirty, but there's no reason that everything can't stay fresh while you're doing it. That's right, weekend vacations, weekend getaways, 
brings you Tupperware S&M parties. It's time to get dirty while staying fresh at the same time. This is Mary Kay. Y'all be good now. You hear? Talk to him, man. She's gonna get all pissed off because it's not raining. Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo, a Dana Serio, bringing your Joanna Palmer podcast weather update. Well, Britt, so far so bad. We're going on what now, like six, seven months without like hardly any rain? Man, I don't know what to tell you, man. It's hot and dry. I mean, what else? What else can I tell you? It's just a, it sounds like El Diablo is, is coming out here to like burn up the whole. <laughs> Forget about the rain, forget about everything you've ever dreamed of. Because El Diablo is here to stay. Radar Ricardo is no longer. Radar Ricardo is no more. That's right, El Diablo. Your new weather forecast. Hey, somebody help me! You think I'm gonna give you any good news? gonna be 110 degrees, just like I like it. 110 degrees, if I could make it 666 degrees, I would. And that's a sign of the beast! But that's just impossible. This week's John and Palmer Podcast Weather Update brought to you by... Hey, this is my spot! Mary Kay's Tupperware S&M Parties. That's right. If you want to go straight to hell and meet me, party with me, you go to Mary Kay's Tupperware S&M Parties because you'll get your local discounts on your favorite Tupperware and your favorite leather products every weekend. Sunday afternoons, it's the Sabbath. Don't tell God, just tell Mary Kay. This is El Diablo with... The Dryline Farmer Podcast weather update. Back to you. Hey, somebody help me! Man, I gotta get that Mary Kay's number. Man, you got her number? Okay, Radar Ricardo, I hope we'll get you, we'll get you fixed up. We got a good uh, healthcare plan here at the Dryline Farmer Podcast. But, you know, last few podcasts, Landon, I don't think we've given out our, our Twitter handles. It's, uh, you're gonna follow the Dryline Farmer Podcast at Trader Brent. That's me. You're gonna find Trader Brent and Landon. No twit, Landon forty four. Landon, you got it. What's your Twitter count? What's what's it up to now? Have you even looked? I think it's up right around one seventy. Oh damn, man! You know how long it took me to get to one seventy? I got a lot of friends. No, I could, yeah, and I didn't even retweeted you that much, but yeah. So you, you follow us there, and you know you're gonna. Of course, we're in the middle of this podcast already, but you know where to find us. That's Apple Podcast and uh, Google Play and Stitcher and all those good places. So. Biggest thing of all is, uh, man, we just appreciate you tell a friend and um, get this podcast out there because, you know, we got all those folks out there on the tractors and we hope to reach not just farmers, but anybody who wants to hear a good time. So without further ado, we're going to get into these segments we've been talking up so much. First one, it's a positive note. It's a positive segment, if you were. So it's going to it's called How Clean Is Your Tractor? That's right. How clean is your tractor? We want to welcome you all to this episode of How Clean Is Your Tractor? Now, Landon, before we get any further, we've talked previously about some of those farmers who don't live the life of hygiene and, uh, you know, perfect cleanliness. You know, that, 
There's that farmer that lives life, you know, one Big Mac wrapper, one empty 44-ounce paper Coke cup, and one nasty-ass styrofoam takeout container at a time. That's right, cleanliness and hygiene is impervious to these moisture farmers from Tantooine. Their pickup cabs roll down the windows themselves just to get a breath. It's like Herbie, except for poor white trash. Well, not for Derek Fiorestek, which, by the way, that name kind of reeks of communism. Either that or it's just the name of some kind of Russian satellite that they beat us to the punch at. If this Canuck, we can only imagine this guy, if he ever saw the homeless, filthy, white trash pickup guy, I mean, we can only imagine he would go into some kind of full body dry heave. You know, why? now why a dry heave and not straight up just yakking and puking? Because this guy even throws up clean. Go check out this guy's Twitter page and scroll until you find him asking if he's the only one who makes people take off their boots when getting into their tractor cab. Or he doesn't allow anybody with dirty pants to sit in the driver's seat. Do what? Now, Landon, you you made this observation here a little bit ago. This guy actually doesn't have boots sitting in the floorboard, but what what kind, what did you call those shoes he's wearing? He actually takes his, his laceless penny loafers off. When he's in the tractor. <laughs> so I guess it, it's a good tractor cab to get in if you just got off your job of selling life insurance to two very heavy smokers in their 70s. You know, this is a good place to go sit in your tractor and just brush off all that business that you did earlier in that day. Now, we actually contacted Derek before we did this podcast to make sure it'd be all right if we just gave him some hell. But, I mean, come on, guy. Taking off your boots in the tractor, don't you think that's a little... I don't know. Is it getting crazy, Derek? I mean... Is it a Russian thing, or is it a, I mean, is it a medication needed thing, or what is it, Landon? I don't know. I take a loaded shotgun when I get in my tractor. Well, yeah, and then you you're hanging up you're hanging up pelts in the in the back window all the time. <laughs> but so I mean, Derek, you do realize that tractors operate in dirt. I mean, I know I saw the picture. You're actually in a field. I mean, when I first saw this quote, I thought. Well, maybe Derek only takes his tractor into small town parades every day of the week. You know, I mean, the only thing I can think of is this guy is even a more hardcore no-tiller guy than I am. He doesn't see dirt. He keeps that soil completely covered where there's absolutely no dirt that gets on his boots. But once again, this guy has got his life insurance salesman penny loafers on, as Landon pointed out. It's Brent, maybe this guy just gets in his tractor so he can see over the top of his crops. Maybe he's not even driving it. Yeah, I mean, maybe is Derek. Do you think, even think Derek's maybe a real person? I mean, he could be some kind of like clean freak robot. This is true. Yeah, that's a good comeback there. I'm just kidding. You know. <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> uh, shoot. Anyway, but Derek, you know we all mean good. But Landon, can you imagine Derek changing the oil in his tractor or blowing out an air filter? Do you think he gets into like full hazmat body suit? He probably takes the air filter out. And then, like, drives 30 miles down the road and blows it out. It's probably like in those Naked Gun movies when when uh, two people are having sex and they get in, like, a full-body condom. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen Derek. I don't know if he if he's magnum-sized or not. But, I mean, anyway, so I just can't imagine this guy performing maintenance on a tractor because this guy is so clean. So, I don't know, Derek, we just... It was something I had to get after because, I mean, I've never, I've seen some clean freak guys in my time, but man, that's, you're, you're at the top of that, that clean freak mountain. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that first segment on how clean is your tractor? 
But then every time we do that little bumper music, I always feel like I should be getting sexually harassed by Merv Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, come on down. <laughs> no thanks. I believe I'll stay up here, Bob Barker. Oh, man. I guarantee he's part of the Me Too movement. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Now... We get into our possibly gold standard segment. That's right. We've we've talked. We've given hell to one of our fellow ag Twitter guys. Well, this guy is far from it. And uh, yeah, before we get into it, let's just we got a whole another little jingle for it. This is red flag warning. Red, 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 red flag warning. Oh no, it's a red flag warning. Híjole, advertencia de bandera roja. Oh, he touched me. So. Yeah, we need, let's describe this segment for you real quick. This is basically our douchebag of the week award, but you know, that, that term's been kind of used a whole lot. We want to try to be original here, but this is who this guy is. Now, when we read this first tweet, or, you know, first time I saw it, I'm like, there is no way this guy is for real. I mean, I know the guy's for real. There is no way this guy really thinks this. There's no way this guy would say this and mean it. This has got to be some kind of satire. This has got to be some kind of smart-ass comment. And I know, I do them all day, every day. But this guy doubles down later, and he says, no, that's exactly what I meant. Well, what did he say? He said, and I said it earlier in the, in the podcast, but this guy said, farmers have never bought farms. They only inherit them. That's right. And I'm like, no, there is no way. This guy is getting at something. Maybe he's talking about some kind of program that farmers get that they don't deserve. Or what? But about three, you know, three or four, five responses later, he goes, "That's literally what I meant," and that is, or that's literally what I said. That's literally what I meant. So, first, few things. First, if this guy is joking, he's not very good at it. I mean, I mean, I'll grant the guy; he literally has a million followers. So he's like, "What is that Twitter checkmark thing and everything?" But uh, and you can go through it. You can probably Google it. It got so much response. But so yeah. If he's joking, he's terrible at it. And second of all, if he's actually telling what he actually believes, he's dumber than we think he is. Because, I mean, that's not even a logical statement to say farmers have never bought farms. Now, Landon, yeah, you're farming. I mean, and you know, you have some great land. I mean, and you know, it's your family's. But how hard is it to buy a farm now? I mean, for somebody just starting out, I mean, it happens, but... Yeah, you get a thing called a loan. I mean, what does this guy think that... That the first guy that ever got a farm just got it got it given to him from the Indians. Yeah, well, he took it. <laughs> but um, let's say you do inherit the farm. Okay, so what then? Your inputs aren't inherited. You know, they're they're not free. Fertilizer, seed, electricity, all of it costs. So let's say even if you there's people that have inherited farms that have gone down to hell. You know, just because they couldn't make it work. But I've I, no, you're right. It's not like you inherit a farm and you're just a, all of a sudden a millionaire. Yeah, I mean, you may have equity or something, but you're not a millionaire. Cash, you still got to make the crop. You still got to make the payments on equipment that you have to buy. And what if you inherit a farm and then immediately sell it? What does that guy do? It's not like he inherits. I mean, he inherits it from you after paying for it. Yeah, he inherits a whole bunch of debt. Yeah. But so, yeah, I know a farmer that bought a farm. I did. I bought farms. Now, I had help in purchasing it. But it wasn't anything, or it wasn't in our family at all. So, I mean, either this guy, this guy's got to be completely full of crap to believe this. It's just, he may be rich, he may have all kinds of Wall Street connections, he may have all this money that he needs. But if this guy is going to the comedy store and telling jokes, and this is one of them, it's going to fall flatter than his girlfriend's chest, okay? Because 
it's a pretty sad state of affairs when somebody thinks that farmers don't. That's like saying you didn't build that. I mean, this guy is probably some kind of Obama lover that thinks that everything is given to him by the government or the government built it for him. So, you know, to get a little serious here, I'm just, you know, we get defensive and talk about this, but it's just stupid and it's just not accurate. Who says, far, whoever said farmers don't buy farms? Yeah, I mean, I guess they inherited, they all inherited farms back in the caste system is in, uh, you know, 1700 England, you know, where King George was sexually harassing the jokers or the jesters or whatever they were called. Yeah, the only thing farmers don't buy are those cool co-op hats that we hand out. Man, I am. Now, yeah, on the flip side of the coin, we do inherit quite a few three things. What I, and I might have said this before, what, what are things that farmers should never buy? A cap, a calendar, a rain gauge, a pen, a knife, and anything that measures anything. No rulers, no yardsticks, because I know every farm in the country has got at least 15 in the back seat of his pickup. So, yeah, and I don't want to give any more time to this guy because, I mean, he's probably thinking, he's like, yeah, I'm probably living rent-free in your heads now. But if this, if this is an example of how removed the large city segment is from the, you know, middle America, if, you know, if you want to say that, then I, I would say this is a gleaming example. So to get a little serious on the podcast, I just want to say if this guy is a representation of our consumers that we're feeding, and, you know, I'm not trying to be self-righteous here, but. That's a pretty sad state of affairs. So, um, yeah, a red flag warning. Uh, that's pretty good little start. Hopefully, I'm sure we're not going to run out of douchebags to put in these red flag warning segments, Landon. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully you like that mainstay. And uh, it might be here next week. It might be here next month. But until then, we'll keep you waiting. Red, 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 red flag warning. Oh, no, it's a red flag warning. Híjole, advertencia de bandera roja. He touched me. Well, Landon, we're going to close that segment out and close this podcast out. And uh, hopefully, nobody, uh, hopefully, everybody missed us last week. And uh, they didn't just write us off and de unsubscribe from us from our podcast because, man, I hate to miss a segment, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do and you got to plant that corn. So, but until next week, we'll be back hopefully with uh, maybe some better news in that weather department and um, be a little more cheery in the second segment. But until then, Landon. As always, thanks for coming by. Hey, thanks for having me, Brent. All right, man. Until everybody, we'll ask you what side of the line are you on. The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by Mary Kay's Tupperware S&M Parties. You'll get dirty, but you'll stay fresh the whole time. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, 2018.